We all encounter different experiences as we live and learn. These cool moments shape us into the person we are today. Kia ora guys, welcome to Car Talks with Scotty, the podcast version. Follow along as we open those moments and experiences, because our moment starts now. Kia ora guys, how are ya? I hope you're well, you're staying safe out there and you've managed to lend a helping hand to someone who needs it most. Always serving that cause and purpose, guys, higher than yourself, eh? So, is life just a little bit too hectic right now? Are you stressing, full of anxiety and not sure how to deal with all the pressures in your head? And do you feel you're losing the battle that is bigger than yourself? Well, today on the podcast, we're going to be talking about taking time out and how to be still in order to win the internal battle of ourselves. Now, podcasters, the episode may contain some language which may not be suitable for some listeners. But first off, before we dive on in, we're blessed to have a really cool guest in the studio joining us here on Car Talks with Scotty, the podcast version, who is... A real straight up, no fuss, no muck around awesome woman who is known to help so many people through her work and craft. A mother to five, a healer and a hands-off spiritual well-being worker. I'd like to welcome to the show Karina. Kia ora, Karina. Kia ora. <laughs> Thank you for coming in, Karina. I really, really appreciate it, eh? Especially with all your work that you're doing out there. So how you been going? Wonderful, thank you. Anyway. Yeah. Um... I can't complain, can't complain. I'm still alive and above ground. (laughs) So, most people will refer to you as what they know to which might be either a psychic medium or a clairvoyant, right? Mm -hmm. But that's not what you like to be called. You don't like labels, you don't like categories, right? No, not at all. So the fact that you, what you do out there is just you and your gift being present? Yes. Nice, loving it. So, how long have you been doing what you're doing, hun? Um, there's technicality to that question. <laughs> um, oh, good, we got time, we got tape, we got tape. <laughs> uh, my craft has evolved over the years, mm. um, starting from a young child to mm. now. So, I'm guessing it's taken 39 years to make it like this. <laughs> wow, 39 years. Masterclass, mate. Masterclass. Do you get people who are skeptic or scared? More often than not. Yeah. Yes. Why is that? Uh, it's because of their preconceived ideas of mm. the craft, mm-hmm. um, different teachings. Mm, uh, mm. Religion has a huge role to play in that fear. True, true. So it's baked basically a lack of knowledge Mm. that causes that fear and that's where the apprehension comes from so for me i don't take offense to anyone that skeptic or they Mm. challenge Mm. my words Mm. because more often than not they're left Mm. um with um with with different thought processes Mm. than they originated with sure sure Mm. and does that make it difficult to work with these people or is it just a matter of kind of uh, building trust and rapport in the beginning in order to allow them in. I mean, obviously they've come to you for a reason and essentially they do want to get in there but something's holding them back. Is it just a matter of building that rapport? Um, 
With everything in the work that I do, um, it's all divinely guided, so mm. they're meant to see me at that particular time. Mm. Um, for me, I'm not like a salesperson in a shop where I'm going to hound you and say, mm. look, mm. buy this, buy this, buy mm. that, because I'm not about that. But if, yeah. you, if they have questions, for me, if you, write, if you ask the right questions, you will always get the right answers. Beautiful. Oh, I like that. Ask the right questions and you'll get no ticker. <laughs> <laughs> so how does what you do work for people? What is the results that they end up kind of coming away from, from you after you've worked with them? Uh, well, I, often I don't like to speak for the clients themselves, mm. um, but the common... I guess the common denominator mm. in their expressions of what's happened has mm. been a sense of peace, gratitude, understanding, um, a lot of comprehension for wow. their own internal thoughts mm. and what they're going through. And it's, for me, the time with them triggers a, a healing. Mm. And then the healing can't be, can't also be categorized mm. because it's not just healing the external wounds, it's, it's, your mind it's mm. your it's your body it's your soul it's your yeah everything wow that's an interesting point because it sort of segues into the next part of our conversation here um so this segment is about taking time out be still and win the internal battle and because life has so many pressures right now right we're kind of people are running around with their heads cut off and we're starting to see people falling from almost being present in their lives and giving in to that pressure. I believe this is when we start to lose ourselves and fall into mental health issues, depression, because it, it's almost like we're not making some sense of life as as we, I guess, we thought we knew it. Um, so. What are you What are you seeing out there with with many, the many people that you're seeing right now? Sort of like that common denominator thing. Well, to be honest, everything's happening according to the divine plan. Mm -hmm. Prior mm -hmm. to this, prior to these moments that people have been experiencing, it was channeled that we would all have a global reset, mm. and so the global reset would force um, the collective to go within mm -hmm. and the reason and and sorry it was to force everyone to go within be still and mm. and to take them out of that mode where it was wake up go to work mm. um do mm. all of these things that, that they had to do all the different struggle street everything that was stressing them out mm. but what happened was it, it was it it dissipated in that moment so it was mm. like a what they called it was it was a birthing canal that people had to go through Okay. So the pressure that people are feeling in their minds and their heads is... That's a long labour, by the way. Yeah, four is. weeks for level four. <laughs> to be honest, the labour was extended because... Um, so it's been going on mm, since mm. 2012. Oh, so wow. basically, so what had to happen was there had to be... A, a, with this global reset, mm. it's not only forced everyone to go within, but it forced them to change their ideals and thought processes so that they could Amen. rise in consciousness. Now by doing this, what happens to people, they get this confusion or this, it's it, it, it's, it's a wicked thing mm. with internally, it's like a demon to mm -hmm. be honest, so if we needed to use a label and people yep. are fighting their cog cognitive dissonance basically, mm -hmm. everything they were taught before is now shaking out of existence like mm. it doesn't matter anymore. Mm -hmm. 
And so because people have worked so hard on those things and, and put all of that stress and energy into it, some people can't handle the fact that they have to let that go Mm-mm. or move through it mm. and evolve past it. I hear you. Actually, I, I, I see what you mean. I mean, the thing that I found about COVID-19 or this global reset, and funnily enough, um, the night that we went into lockdown... Um, I was all ready for bed <laughs> in my dressing gown, looking like grandpa standing outside. Um, and it was 11.58 and I literally went and stood outside and just listened to the space and time. And it was busy. And then 11.59 kicked in where we were in official lockdown and then boom, there was nothing but silence. And what was really cool, and this is what I, I remember that day, or that evening, is that as you looked up into the, the sky, it was bright. There were stars galore for the first time in ages. And then it followed for weeks thereafter. It was just, it was actually a really beautiful um, moment, to be honest. That particular night, I wrote a blog, and I called it a reset button to humanity. And... It was all about sort of what is this this time that we're having to go through? What is this place that we're put in? What have we been literally as almost like children told that we we have to stay home? And so I knew that this was going to be almost psychedelic for a lot of people. They're going to lose their shit, you know? They're really going to lose their shit. Being kept at home, no regular work patterns, no routines, no going to get your coffee fix in the morning and sit in an hour's drive in traffic. You know, everything reset. And I have to admit, I actually really enjoyed it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I mean, how, how bad, don't get me wrong, I was involved in essential services three days later, but and I got to get out of the house. So... <laughs> So in in that space with COVID nineteen and that that universal reset that we even essentially we're still going through, right? Yeah. Are you experiencing either for yourself or people that you're coming into um, contact with in your mahi, in your craft, in your work? Are you experiencing people have lost their shit, or are they kind of okay about it coming through? Mm-hmm. Nobody's okay, no. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's okay. <laughs> um, I, when people see it's this, this is way bigger than you even than e- anyone can even really comprehend. Yeah. And a lot of the reasoning behind this global reset um, are for reasons that are beyond human comprehension, mm. basically. So in order for us to make it something that people understand, um, I'm still struggling with that. Mm, mm. So the fact that people aren't understanding and you do, or trying to translate that understanding? No, it's the allowance of people to be on their own, uh, on their level of consciousness that they're at. Sure. Right? So um, what's hap- the reason for the global reset is so that everyone can rise into Christ consciousness. Mm. Okay, and this is this is huge. Yeah, this yeah, is, this is this is huge because once we, once the collective rises into Christ consciousness, and um, we basically step into our our divine selves. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, in order for this to happen, previously you had to die. Mm. You had to ascend. Your, you had to leave your physical body behind. Mm-hmm. It was channeled many many years ago. 
that only the enlightened would be taken mm-hmm. and, the, and the rest would be left. Mm, mm, mm. Now, now, in saying that in these human words, people look to that as some sort of huge mass death, mass... Yeah, 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 like a wiping everybody off the face of the earth kind of... I mean, funnily enough, Christianity, the Bible kind of talks about this sort of stuff, right? Yeah. And it's the returning of God, so, of Jesus So because Christ. of that, mm. right, when when we all were called to have this giant meeting mm. in Light Council, I'm just going to go there. Yeah, go for it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when when we were called for girl. this meeting and they, and they said this to us, and because of the preconceived ideas that we'd mm. had through religious teachings and that, mm. there was, a, there was a, a cluster of us that stood up and said no. No. No, we're yeah, taking no. everybody with us. We're not leaving anybody behind. Mm. So, and, and because in order to do that, they had to split the world into three different existences. Mm-hmm. So that because because everyone's at different levels of consciousness, mm-hmm. right? As you start to ascend in consciousness, different different human human emotions mm-hmm. and feelings mm-hmm. they they will disappear. You don't you no longer feel that lower vibratory mm-hmm. emotions. Mm-hmm. But, but because everyone's trying to go at once, they, the ones that were still holding on to those human constructs, mm. they couldn't, they wouldn't be able to exist in the in the higher frequency mm. because mm. they still hold on to that sludge. So what happens to people during the global reset was that people were forced into dealing with their childhood trauma, mm. um, letting go of ancestral karma, mm-hmm. um, l- looking dead in the eye the relationships that surround them mm. seeing those people that are there for them and the ones that truly aren't like mm. seeing everyone for their true selves and this caused a level of confusion and, mm. and anguish mm. because people didn't want to be able to let these people go but because of the levels of consciousness mm. they'll come back around you know so mm. that first world is sort of disappearing now because people except for America because they Gosh. lost the world, the war on the mind already. But, um, <laughs> yeah, that's a whole nother episode. <laughs> but, but here in New Zealand, it feels like that first lower vibratory uh, emotional um, uh, projections because because mm. myself, I would have already had a lynch mob outside. Already, yeah. <laughs> you know, so nobody exists like that here in New Zealand. Mm. You know, mm. Well, if they do, there's just the, like, a very minute yeah. minority. Yeah. So, it, so that's how you can tell that the levels of consciousness have shifted and changed. With what's happening in other countries, mm. without mentioning names, you know, mm. those those sort of, um, those events, I guess you can call them events, what they're doing is they're triggering emotional reactions to those situations. Mm. Mm. In Art of War, you're able to divide and conquer by doing that. And if you've got people's minds focused on a particular way, mm. then you've, you've got, uh, you're able to manifest a particular outcome because the collective are thinking that way. Sure. So it's... So yeah. are you finding people have risen to the challenge of recognizing the, the change, of, change in state of mind and being? Yeah, many have, but the way that they recognize it is when they come to me and they say, I feel different. Mm. I feel a change in myself because all the change has to begin within. Mm. So are they asking you to define that for them? It's more like um, confirmation that everything that they're going through is a normal process. Is a normal process. That they're not yeah. going crazy. We're kind of all looking for that, eh? Normality. Yeah. You know, I just want to be like Mr. and Mrs. Jones. Yeah. 
but really. <laughs> <laughs> but but you have to be authentic, otherwise. Mm. It, it, you, you could. It's all very well and, and, and good to say, look, yeah. I want to be just yeah. like Mr. and Mrs. Jones, but there might be something that Mr. and Mrs. Jones does that doesn't resonate with your soul. That's right. And so then, that's not And you're trying to right? force that on yourself. Yeah. Where, yeah, it's not authentic, it's yeah. not natural, it's not organic, yeah. That's interesting, because this is essentially what this podcast is about. It's about real conversations, real topics with real people. And the reason being is because some time ago, perhaps when we first met, um, that did something, who knows. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think, for me, what I have learnt since that particular moment is being okay to be authentic too it's kind of like it's almost like an ugly pair of shoes that we have to wear and uh, you do know what I mean and kind of wear them in public and then try and find ways to justify that those are our ugly pair of shoes mm. it's it's this label all of a sudden that people are not okay to be authentic but something's changing in them to make them realize you have to be yeah because when they're changing their existence around them mm. it's not always changing with them no so the, they'll tend to start to have conversations with their friends that they they can't they yeah, can't yeah, yeah, even yeah. indulge in <laughs> or it seems ridiculous because they yeah they're not well that's where those conversations come in where it's kind of like coo coo ka yeah <laughs> or you get called called different things like a conspiracy theorist yeah yeah all that sort of stuff so are you finding that we're coping are we coping well, what do you mean coping? Are we coping with this change? Are we coping with that rising frequency? Are we understanding that there is a need for us to, to proceed forward? Yes. Wow, really? Yes. The, the thing is, people are expecting this, 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 this boom. We're all raised in consciousness yeah. and it's this great explosion. But that's, that's not a plausible outcome mm. because your whole everything you would explode mm, if mm. they gave you opened everything <laughs> up for you all at once so what mm. they do is they give you it gently mm. and the reason why it comes through gently is so that you can incorporate it in your physical life mm, mm. without it being something like this weird mis mystical thing mm, mm. it becomes more of a natural uh, way of being mm. I love that I love that that's 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 thought-provoking. Um, I feel many people are not being real with themselves at the, you know, I, even before COVID, there was a substantial amount of people that I felt were, yeah, they just weren't being real with themselves. Um, I see this where all the, you know, this is where all that clutter of the finer, th wanting the finer things, the million-dollar mansion with the cars and the cash and all that sort of stuff. I know th there's an image, you know, that people who, who, were, who are losing themselves, it's kind of like, that's what I see, that's what I want. And it's, it's it, definitely it's, unauthentic. It's unattainable as well. It's a, it's, so it's a learn, it's part of media manipulation. Right. right, yeah. Media, did you say? Yes, media Okay, like the press? Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. So what they're able to do in that is they're able to glamorize this lifestyle and this ideal and make it make it seem mm, like it's, mm. it's attainable by anybody. Mm. But the thing is, in order to... Basically, these people have no money, mm. right? So they don't have that lifestyle. What they That's do true. is they, they glamorize it so that people have something to aspire to. Mm. And so people are aspiring to these unattainable material 
things and working themselves ragged mm, mm. when what they should be really trying to attain is self-mastery yeah. Yeah, they're going so they're being manipulated and they're being, they're being taught this stuff right from a young age with the ads everything mm, you mm, need this buy yeah, buy yeah. consume yeah, yeah yeah it's crazy and so they think that they need these things mm. because they've they've been told this right yeah so um so my question then is with all this confusion that we've created in our minds um around wanting that kind of lifestyle wanting that stuff because that's what the press have said this is cool you've got to buy this um how and and i know that we're starting now to come into this area this space and time where people aren't holding their shit together Mm. because that's the idea of what they want this is the way that they they can go about getting it but they're not and it's creating all this confusion in the middle to the ideal self of being authentic right they think it will make them happy they think it'll make them happy so with all that clutter and confusion how do we how do we stop be still and and exist or live really more than exist existing is just one part but we've got to live right how do we do that you breathe simple way more simple than you realize you breathe and you focus on your breath and that's the most important thing in life because that Mm. breath is life so if you bring it right down to to that scale Mm. and so all of those other things they don't matter because it's not what's making you Mm. live basically Mm. that breath of life is Do you think some of what's going on out there with regards to this high frequency um, recognition that we're kind of going into, do you think that because people aren't, well no, actually let me go back a bit, why aren't people wanting to jump on board that? (laughs) Because they think that they have all these things that they have to achieve because they've made goals, they've set all Mm, these things, mm. but they've never incorporated breathing you wonder why people are running around with like headless chooks yeah exactly nobody's stopped and breathed they've just i've got to do this i've got to do that i've got to do this i'll know all these people i'll know all of these animals are dying in these fires and blah 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 yeah and they're running around Mm. and it's causing energetically it looks like this it looks like how do we explain that (laughs) (laughs) an Um, out of control cuckoo thing yeah yeah (laughs) Well, that that bat and ball game, but it's just gone gone wild. Yeah, yeah, like, totally. Way too many balls mm. floating around, and then people of people aren't. So they're focusing on one thing, but they're not completing projects sure. because they've got all of these other things that they're trying to achieve all at once. Because they think they're running out of time. Yeah, yeah. The world's gonna end. It kind of seems like that, though. <laughs> I mean, hey, you know, before with all this self pressure. That is the that is the kind of mentality that we're all harvesting at the moment. A lot of a lot of people, you say, are we winning or are we are we getting like rising in mm. consciousness? Some people have have been weighed down so much by these by these pressures in the physical mm. world, um, paying bills and things like that. So mm. they've they've gotten to this point where they feel that that if they opt out, mm. all of that goes away. Mm. Right, so they think that there's no other way out except, and, and, and they feel like they're failing so much mm. because they can't 
meet all of these different commitments that they don't even want to do anyway. Mm, mm. And and so they feel that their resourcefulness, I guess, because these are the words, mm, mm. that that is what it, it, what it does is it lowers their vibratory field mm. and then lower vibratory frequencies are able to get in and manipulate them mentally. Beautiful segue because that was my next question is why are we seeing a high rise in mental health issues? Is the, is it because we're not rising to that consciousness? Or are you choosing what, what, to ignore what people, it? Uh, they put so much pressure on themselves themselves and they feel that if they don't meet some of these things that it's the end of the world mm. but with a lot of these commitments nobody's going to line you up and shoot you you're not going to be hung mm. at the gallows mm. there's none of that that's mm. even going to transpire because of the levels of consciousness once we understand that we're putting ourselves under these own pressures mm. it, it, it's a huge it's a huge thing mm. so so once once people start to get in this this mindset where they're not mm. where, where they're failing basically sure everything from their childhood they, they overthink all of that mm, they think mm. about all of these things but they don't go through the healing processes mm, mm. so when they're spiraling down spirit i guess or your guides and your angels they try and send you different mm. different scenarios into your mind mm. of the root cause of what's going on mm, mm. and so people that this the 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 hurt or the the emotional experience that they encounter during mm. those times that that outweighs them looking past and going through to the healing. Mm. What people don't understand is 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 that's what's happening. Mm. And the instead of like you're allowed to feel, you're allowed to feel in those emotions. You're mm. allowed to re release, but you need to also tell that person in that nostalgic moment, I guess, mm. that you survive, that mm. you live, mm. that you become this person that that's standing right here. You're not that child anymore. So is that kind of like? you know not holding your history at the expense of your destiny yeah it's it, uh, well it's it's healing your childhood trauma the, the root causes that, mm. that have all what will they do is they cause an etheric cord which sort of gathers mm. different from from your life experiences and it mm. might be many different different ways um so then it becomes pressure it becomes mm. an, a, a mind pressure because of the because of what's going on in there <laughs> no, that's okay. <laughs> uh, this is just really, really, um, really interesting. It's actually blowing my mind because what I'm what I'm realizing is that there is this style, this way of thinking, and it's so old that it doesn't resonate with what we need to be doing right here, right paradigm. now. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. Thank you. All right, gosh, oh, bring your dictionary up in here. It's a thesaurus. No, no yeah, other yeah. friends. No. I'll be going back over the recording soon to make sure I've got the to get my thesaurus out and check these words out. So, because that, I mean, for me, that is one of the biggest things I'm I'm seeing, um, and. Almost, I feel like I'm attracted in it too sometimes where I'm ending up with people on my doorstep going, I need help. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> you do. Yeah. No, do. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> Here, speak to Karina. Um, <laughs> so, what I think is really interesting is knowing that these people are yelling out for help. I'm seeing too much 
mental health praise. issues. It's silent prayers, though. A lot of people feel like they're burdensome mm, on the people mm. around them, so they're hesitant to reach out. Yes, there are different organisations that say, you know, reach out. Uh, mm. You know, I'm not even going to even say any of their no. mottos or what have you. But people, even though that they know that that help's available, not everyone is going to reach out that way. So they pray. Well, I just wonder whether or not these organisations are enough. Mm. Because if we're talking about a higher frequency of consciousness, um, which is really about understanding and being in that mm. and allowing it to be what it has to be, these organisations don't have policies for that kind of thing. No. Do you know what I mean? So... There's no empathy and kindness and... and yeah, that. you can't write that in black and white. <laughs> hey, you know, that's the reality. So, what does it mean for you? What does it mean to be mindful? Mindful? <laughs> Basically, it's to think before you act. Mm. Take a moment. Um, thinking of the consequences, mm. like, of your actions. Mm. It's all about the energy exchange. So... Basically, what you give out, you get back, mm. but it's also energetically. So, if you're giving um, more random acts of kindness, energetically, you'll you'll receive mm. a psychofrequency upgrade. Yes. Okay, that works. That works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kind of saw that when you walked in. <laughs> it's calmed down now. And. <laughs> So, and I, I think this is really interesting as well, because I think that's one thing that we're failing to do, is be mindful of our space, our time, and what we're putting into it, and what we're accepting into our space and time. And it's almost like, like I said, people are running around with their heads cut off. Yeah. Um, almost like they're, they're trying too hard to please this person and that person totally disregarding who they are in that space and no wonder why there's a lot of people running run, getting run over if not falling under the pressure and so what you say is that some ways or the probably the biggest way to fix a lot of this is just to breathe that's always the answer in any moment before you make a hard decision before you go and do anything you have to breathe breathe Grounding is very grounding. It helps you to make a, a direct decision. You can't. You, if you have emotion running the meat suit, mm. right, and and it could be a lower vibratory emotion like rage or anger. You mm. can't think. You can't mm. think, and also in that moment, you can Many people can't wheel themselves back to breathe. So mm. if you breathe prior to that happening, you are able to like because we're because the reason why we're evolving is we're turning into fifth dimensional beings right mm -hmm. so we're, we're able to reach a fifth dimensional consciousness where what we what we speak we create mm -hmm. a lot of people are shouting and speaking all of these mm -hmm. these profanities and 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 blame and and mm -hmm. projecting their victim modes not realizing that that in turn is going to create that reality around them. Mm. Yeah. I almost feel like you served me then. <laughs> <laughs> All the profanity around them. <laughs> okay, I'll shut my mouth next time. <laughs> Whoopsie. <laughs> no, 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 no. I need different human words, eh? Because people take. Yeah. No. I can speak like language, but nobody would understand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Nah. We'll have to have a whole new podcast on definition. <laughs> 
So how do we practice that? How do we practice uh, being in the moment, being mindful, breathing? How do we practice that? It's almost become a foreign language. Yeah, so it's called mindful breaths. Mm-hmm. And what we do is we practice them often enough until they become automatic. Mm-hmm. So it's it's basically breathing for a very long time through your nose, mm. letting it and imagining the whole breath engulfing your your whole body because that's what it supports. Mm. And then letting out. So it's in with the good, out with the I don't know I don't I can't <laughs> say that it's bad because there is no good, there is no bad, everything just is. So, and and each each moment that you're in is a present moment, so it's all about making decisions. Why is there such a complex about taking time out just to even do something that is as simple as that that we've almost become ungrateful for? It's because everyone's glorified the word busy in order to maintain their busyness. Mm. So they... Oh, that's deep. Yeah, so that's... You asked. (laughs) (laughs) Bring it, girl, bring it. Damn. (laughs) That's... Wow, that's... That's blowing my socks off. Um, Yeah, so that's the podcast for today, no? (laughs) So, is there something... You've got somebody who's not necessarily aware of their um, their being, somebody who's not rising to um, a, high, a higher state of consciousness. They're falling apart at the seams. How do you encourage people? Like for our listeners out there, how do we encourage them in the moment to breathe? You ask them if they need help with anything. You ask them if there's anything you can help them with to make their load easier. Mm. Because a lot of the things they're trying to achieve, they think that they're the only ones that can, that have to achieve that. Whereas, and they've been trying to do it for so long mm. by themselves without anyone reaching out a hand. Mm. And, and often when people reach out a hand, they do it with an intention behind it or mm. an ulterior motive. Mm. So if you, in order to help them, and to stop them to breathe because in that moment where you ask them if they need help mm. in a genuine authentic way they will breathe mm. they will stop and mm. think hold on you know, mm. maybe you could help so mm. and that lightens their load and it's not about lightening their whole load mm. in that one moment yeah, it's sure. about it's about um layers sure sure mm. okay so in the work that you do with people do you see this type of issue being uh, in terms of people having a distorted reality because a lot of people think they've got no time for anyone else mm. and so then they lose a connection so they're, they're they're focusing all of their energy one way instead of broadening it and, and, and having a balance mm. so I don't I don't yeah people put so much pressure on themselves that they've run out of time to do anything else mm. um, and so much but what people don't understand is the house isn't going to fall down if they don't say because a lot of a lot of people that are feel like they're losing the battle Mm. nowadays are not just like um it's it's 
housewives, it's it's people at home that think mm. that their, their house has to run a particular way to a particular to a particular mm. template, and and they can't do it. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're right. I I remember somebody who had this vision, um, who had spouted out for me that he had this vision of a perf- perfect lifestyle to him was kind of like the seventies dream. And the 70s dream was the, you know, the white picket fence with the big house or the beautiful house and, you know, the husband goes to work and the wife stays home. Yeah. That's not the case anymore, right? No. So are we selling ourselves to a false impression? Yes. You're yeah. all a bunch of sellouts. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you sold your souls. Yep, sold your souls. You souls. stopped breathing. No, no. <laughs> Made a deal with the devil for an empty IOU. <laughs> there we go. Now you're all in debt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's so true, though. And now you're looking for an out. Yeah. <laughs> of the reality that you created? Do we need to go further into this? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. No. So, what practices... Um, what practices should we be seeking out to be still and sort that inner clutter in our lives? Meditation. Meditate. Meditate, meditation. What does that look like? I mean, it was, let's just say we've got somebody who's a greenie listening to this and being like, hey. Well. <laughs> what's going on here? Well, med- meditation, the, the thing is you need to take the steps. You can't you can't skip steps in meditation. You have to start from the beginning where they where it's mm-hmm. where it's the whole listening to the music, chilling out, being one. So you have to go through the steps until it evolves into a practice that's that you can call on just like that. Mm-hmm. So for me now yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. is different. Yep. Yeah, so now it's different. I went through different stages where I was listening to guided meditations and doing different astral travel and meeting my guides through meditation Mm -hmm. and and doing a lot of my training and healing through through meditation because my work's done in the astral. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so I I do a lot of my work with Ascended Masters that, that exist on different planes of existence. Sure. So in order for me to reach those planes of existence, I had to learn how to meditate, like right from the beginning, right from scratch, right mm. from sitting mm. by a tree, talking to a rock. You know, mm. it was. <laughs> but whereas now I'm able to. Hey, rock. Yeah. Well, do you have a message for me today? Yeah. Hey, Pardon? rock. Be still. You know, calm. Yes. And strong. Yeah. So it was. <laughs> it was a whole day of that. But um. Yeah. <laughs> but but That's now I don't have to. Beautiful walk. <laughs> well, it was. Yeah. Very similar to that. <laughs> it's okay. I got a I got a bro who's very much into this. Um for quite some time he was even I don't even know if he, it was a religious practice or a faith or something, but he was into the Indian meditation of Sri Mataji or something. Nice. Yeah? Yeah. Um and <laughs> I remember he used to take time out and be like, oh, I've just I've just gotta go and gonna break. And I'm like, oh yeah. And then you'd see him sitting under a tree, taking off his shoes and his socks, and he's fully like under the tree and you know, doing his thing. And for a good couple of years I thought, this guy's lost the plot. <laughs> but essentially he was actually far ahead more than what we were at that time and space. Yeah. Um, 
So I yeah, I kind of get it. You know, I kind of get it. I mean, for him, it was about grounding himself because he was in uh, local. Yeah, it was. It was local government politics. Um, but for somebody to be in politics and revert to that as a, as a means of meditation or you know going through meditation that way, that was you know that was new for us. That was very different. And then you get into his kind of like this high screeching Indian music going. It was just like, what is this? Yeah. This ain't not my FM. <laughs> <laughs> It's, so I get it. It's yeah. sound healing. Yeah, that's a form of sound healing, that music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so music therapy. Since the last time I met with you um, around my own personal reading that you did for me way back, gosh, that was almost two years ago now. <laughs> Far out. <laughs> I've, um, I've come out of that space that I was in at that time. I believe I've grown so much more. But what that space allowed me to do was just kind of declutter my life in such a way. And look, I've, you know, many of the listeners know who I am and where I'm from. Know that, um, I hate the word celebrities, but I guess that's how people <laughs> equate to it. As, and they all have this idea that uh, a celebrity's lifestyle is full on meeting, you know, PR release off to the next shoot, off to the next recording, blah, 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 blah. And in some senses, don't get me wrong, it is that. But there's also a choice in this. And I learnt much of that, or I grew from the moment where we first uh, connected and learnt so much from that where I've chosen what I wanted. And I tell you, it's so spirit-freeing. It's, it's actually a real beautiful process when you are totally in control of your destiny, your journey, and how you get there. And I just know there's so many people that have lost their shit about being able to do that. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, so thank you. I'm so glad that, um, actually, I think it was Denise. Yeah, it was Denise watching you on your lives (laughs) one day. Um, and be me, me being her manager sitting around thinking, what the hell are you watching? Um, that's not work. <laughs> and then um, I, I remember watching for like five minutes of that and then I had to get back to it. But from that moment on, I knew I had to make, make contact and I'm so glad I did. I'm so Thank bloody you. glad I did. Um, are there a lot of broken pieces in people's lives that stop them from living in peace? Yes. <laughs> Man, why'd you choke on that? You almost choked on that one. <laughs> um, there. Oh. She's grinning here. She's grinning. Because <laughs> that means she's got some big answer coming. <laughs> A lot of things that are stopping people from living in peace is what they think will bring them happiness so for a lot of people once they're like i said emotions can't run the meat suit like at at particular times some people in different moments they think that they need this that and the other the whole white picket fence thing but once they obtain that then they realize if they when they're doing their reflective moments they're thinking if only i had Mm. made this choice that choice and this choice 
my life would have been different. Now, it's because they spent so much time trying to fit into those ideals, like we've spoken them, mm. and they've been conditioned to uh, attain that. And and by doing that, they might have cut off connections with different people and different moments in their life where where it's it changed the trajectory of of their journey. Mm, mm. So when they come back, they they find it harder to or or they hold a sense of guilt, I I, I guess, in mm. in for the decisions they make instead of accepting that that's the decision that they made in that mm, moment mm, and then mm. carrying on so so a lot of it is what ifs mm, that they have yeah, true. and the shoulda woulda couldas that come back to mm. people and those are the broken pieces that they think need to be mended mm. yeah yeah so a lot of people are in karmic relationships now which they they are struggling with and they 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 think like because assuming so like two shallow relationships no, like it served its purpose, and people are trying to continue it on. Where if they had, if they just let each other go, they'd be oh, able to evolve wow. differently. But because they put so much time and energy into those relationships, mm. they're still grappling at the old dynamic that it was. Is that because they think they're probably looking at it from an investment point of view? Yeah, yeah. which is a shallow perspective, really, isn't it? I guess. Yeah. yeah. That's actually quite sad, but it's true. There's so many people with broken relationships out there hanging in because of the investment they've made, blood, sweat and tears type of investment money, yeah. um, that it's no wonder why it's not serving its cause and purpose. Yeah, and not understanding that sometimes people are meant to be together for lessons for oh. their souls growth. How does that make you feel knowing that you can identify that? It... it it was a hard road. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it wasn't easy, but um, but knowing those things and how things have transpired now, I understand why I was in a different relationship dynamics mm, and the healing mm. that's taken place. Sure. So you know you've healed from a particular moment or you've evolved past it is if you can look back at that situation and not hold any sort of emotion to it. Like sure. you don't cry anymore. You don't you don't kick out. You yeah. don't you don't. Yeah. S- Start pointing fingers. Mm. You know you've healed from those moments. Mm. Wow, that's so interesting. Um, <laughs> stay tuned for part two. Taking time out, be still to win the internal battle, where I have the opportunity for Karina to do an intuitive reading on me here on Car Talks with Scotty, the podcast version. <laughs> 